0: You're listening to The Travellers Podcast, a podcast for the over 30s who like to travel. We're your hosts, Leanne and Al Elliott, and we're a husband and wife team who've been full-time travellers since 2017. You can follow our adventures, see our honest reviews, and get links to everything mentioned in this podcast at travelers.com. So welcome to episode 2 of the Travelers podcast. Uh, I'm Al Elliot.
1: I'm Leon Elliot.
0: And as you can probably guess, we we're are not- related. <laughs> no, we're married. Uh, <laughs> we're be- not both. No, no, no no no, definitely not related. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's only episode two. It's gone down a little bit. Awkward. Yeah. So, <laughs> today we are relooking, looking looking back at our time in...
1: Salamanca. Salamanca.
0: That oh. Sal- always makes me think of some kind of James Bond villain. Mm. Yeah. So, where's Salamanca, for those people who don't know?
1: Salamanca is in Spain, northwestern Spain. Um, it's the capital of the province that is known as Salamanca. Um, and it's in the community of Castile and Leon. Um it's about two hundred kilometers west of Spanish capital, Madrid, and only about eighty kilometers from the Portuguese border. Population is a little over two hundred and twenty eight thousand, um so it's a relatively small city.
0: Mm-hmm. And did we like it?
1: Did we like it? We'd been out of Spain for a week and we both, I think, danced over the border back into Spain, <laughs> didn't we?
0: Yeah, the previous the previous episode, we were in Lisbon. And if you remember that we said that that was our first stop on our magical mystery tour where we left. So we'd been gone, as Leanne said, six nights from Spain and we missed it. So we we came to Salamanca, it was this beautiful Spanish town where just everything we, we've grown to love about Spain, there's um, there's jamón in the streets on plates, there's people drinking gins and laughing, and everyone's looking very elegant. And, of course, when we arrived, it was the, well, not of course, you haven't said this, but it was the Feria.
1: Which did we know? I can't remember. I don't think we did know.
0: No. So we, if we
1: did, we found out as we booked it. Right, yeah. yeah so it wasn't intentional for us no. to go, though.
0: And it was it was the, for those those who have not been to Spain the Spain uh, Feria um, it's like a big three day party where Spanish don't really sleep they just drink all the time they eat as much as they can and they all go to the they all go go in the streets and there's lots of stalls and imagine a Christmas market but in the summer yeah in Spain that's yes. a Feria and it is that's amazing.
1: a brilliant way to describe
0: it it's brilliant so and if you ever if you look if you like the idea of that then one of the best and possibly if not the best is Malaga. Although Sevilla is also amazing. Anyway, back to Salamanca. We digress. We do. So this was our second stop. Um, We were in the Faria. We'd got this, we stayed in another Airbnb. um, And this flat, if I remember this apartment, we really liked.
1: Yeah, it was in a great location. Great location. So right bang in the the center of the city, uh, which we should say actually is a UNESCO World Heritage City. So in terms of how beautiful it is, it's just a sandstone. It's like something like Game of Thrones, isn't it? Just it's, it's perfect. It's beautiful. It is.
0: You, you might be able to tell we love this place.
1: That's yeah,
0: right. So we were near the Plaza Mayor, which is considered one of the most beautiful squares in Spain. In fact, it reminds us a little bit of, was it Madrid?
1: Yeah, Madrid. Absolutely. There's
0: a big square in Madrid where you walk in and just, it's just surrounded by these sort of seven or eight storey buildings. And there's um, huge square inside and it's amazing. So they had a big stage there, main stage for the faria there. Uh, we were there from the eighth to the fifteenth of September, um, and the weather was good, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, the weather was great. It was definitely, um, it was yeah, twenty twenty-five degrees during the day, so it certainly wasn't. You were still in your short sleeves, light jacket at night. It was great.
0: And as for the um, where we stayed, the Airbnb, the, again a link to this on the show notes, um, but the Airbnb we stayed was still relatively expensive but i think that was probably because of the feria, wasn't it? yeah um what do we pay Leanne?
1: we actually paid 500 pounds for that that place for seven nights um which is a lot but i think i think if you to go to salamanca at the time in the ferrier and stay in that location there was literally a street party on our street um it was it was just it was brilliant it's such a good atmosphere
0: it was it was fantastic. And everyone's very friendly. And in terms of speaking English, a lot of people speak English, particularly people in the stalls. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, and it just came across as really safe and family-friendly. Yeah. The only problem was parking. If you do go and stay in the centre, you need to find somewhere to park. That was expensive, I think. We had to park it underground for seven nights, and that was €100. Euros.
1: Yeah, plus, yeah.
0: Um, so, what did we do when we were in Salamanca?
1: Well, I think, if we're being honest, our, our entire trip was based around Ferry, wasn't it? I think, we, did we arrive on day... Day two <laughs> of the ferrier and we left maybe the day after it finished. Yeah. Um. So it was um. It was yeah. It was basically all all around the feria really. And I think for anybody who's who's never experienced a Spanish ferrier, it's 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 a difficult atmosphere to describe. Um, but I know when we we brought friends over before to the ferriers in in Malaga, or brought family over to the the feria in um, in Sevilla. It blows people away because it's like nothing you've ever really experienced before it's um the atmosphere is amazing it's a very as you said very family orientated atmosphere um the whole city is just just buzzing you can feel it for the whole week um so i think it's it's just, yeah if you have never done a spanish fair, you need to you need to get it in get it on your bucket list without a doubt and salamanca is a great example
0: definitely Definitely one of the smaller ones, and it's definitely worth going and having a look. And it's and it just feels safe as well. There doesn't seem to be any trouble. I'm sure there is somewhere, but considering that that you know there's thirty thousand people drinking all day, mm-hmm. um, they know it's a, it's very it comes across very safe. So and the w-
1: great thing can i just say as well, the great thing about ferrier is it's almost the probably the closest we can describe to is somewhere between a Christmas market and a festival. So picture like somewhere like, like Glastonbury, obviously not on that scale, but where you've got your stages that are playing music or they've got acts on, um, you've got your food stores, you've got your outdoor bars, um, but it's not, you're not talking like a burger and burger sausage van. You're talking about one of like some of the best restaurants in the city that have, they've done a little pop-up stand and they'll be serving you some of the best beef carpaccio you've ever tried in your life or, or what other dish just they did, they did the, what was they did that? A fish one that had, like, a foam on top. I can't remember what it was. Oh,
0: God. Um, I can't remember either.
1: But it's just placed on the street, like, restaurant-quality oh. food on the street, but at street food prices with, some, with Spanish wine. It's the best wine in the world, yeah. in my opinion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> best red wine in the world. Yes, that's true. Yeah, correct so I think we um I, I think most nights we stop and uh, and we, we we I don't think we went out for a meal once because we just stop and have little bits here and there. Um, there's something which Spain is famous for, and you've probably seen it, um, and it's the jamón. It's called, and you'll see them in little and Aldi. The
1: Patinegram.
0: Patinegra, la jamón. Sorry, yes. So, so they're the big legs of um, of ham that's been air dried. Um, but, yeah, the pata negros, Leanne says, Patinegra is very, very important. Pata stand. Uh, it means?
1: The black feet.
0: Black feet. Black feet, and it's from a particular type of pig.
1: They have black feet.
0: So, um, yeah, if you do go across to Salamanca, look out for this, come on. They usually come in something called rathions or demi, uh, demi-rathion, is it?
1: Yeah.
0: And a rathion is like a portion, usually about 11 euros, and that's enough for two, definitely. Um, demi, obviously, is half. Um, which are usually about six quid, and they get served with a little bit of bread, um, and often if you get the chance, get the cheese as well because the two are just amazing together. Often the thinner the ham, the better quality it is. But looking at you, look out for pata negra is what you're looking for. It's like the champagne of.
1: Speaking of the champagne of the region, do you remember what we had here for the first time? Was it chakli? No, no, no. That's that. Something to look forward to in episode four. <laughs> is that sounds Sebastian? No 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 no. Cider or La
0: Cida. Oh yeah, the cider. So tell us about cider.
1: So this was I, I again, I don't think we'd know we knew we knew of the region being particularly famous for this. I think we associated a bit more with Galicia, which is a bit further north. Um But this was when and this is the other great thing about Ferrier is that you can people watch brilliantly so you can just completely nose on what local people are doing what they're drinking what they're eating where they're going what they're doing and I think this was a result of that didn't we see some some lads and it looks like a wine bottle doesn't it the the actual cider bottle it's cloudy um, and we just saw them pouring it from a height so if they're if they're kind of their hand was where you'd hold a cup and they were holding the bottle right above their head and I was laughing because I'm actually doing the action, but right from the head and going shh and how getting it in the cup, I think is a skill for for one um I don't know why do they do that
0: I think it's to get a bit of air into it i think um i, I think it's but then it could be just as simple as you know how they how you're supposed to pour sherry oh right traditional way you use it you, you do it the same way with sherry, so it could just be a throwback to that um but Let's pretend. Let's pretend it's to allow air in. We know that. Yeah,
1: yeah it's to allow totally. It's allow- so why do they do
0: that? I think it's to allow air in. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think as the night go on, you 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 realise that the that uh, the their accuracy <laughs> not quite as uh, not quite as accurate. Yeah. So tell us about the gins at the hotel. Do you remember those? It shows you how much uh, how much cider she'd had
1: it It shows how how many gins I've had over the last eighty months, i guess but
0: <laughs> so a, a jogging memory there was a there was a sunny afternoon well it's all sunny afternoons, but a beautiful afternoon we'd had a bit of lunch and there's this hotel sitting situated maybe about two hundred me- two hundred meters maybe even less maybe hundred meters from this uh, Plata mayor um and yeah, all, it's all table service outside in um, in Spain, generally. Uh, you don't go to the bar. In fact, if you do go to Spain, if you've not been there before, if you do go to Spain, don't go to the bar because you look foolish. So sit down, they'll come to you. And they did these gins. And I think Leanne had, one of your favourite gins is um, Brockman's.
1: Yeah, it? yeah. So Which block isn't block. easy to come by in Spain. No,
0: no, not at all. Um, and so they had it on the menu. So we thought, we'll give it a go. But you know, sometimes when when gin comes and it's like your favorite gin and they put lemon in it or something and you feel like you've ruined it a bit. Well, this thing came and God, it was like a it was like a piece of art, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember now. I remember very well. That was just off of Pla- that was just off of Mayor, wasn't it? That yes. place.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, it was, and I'm pretty sure I've got a picture of it somewhere because uh, then we later went on to Hendrix, I think, and then we uh, <laughs> I think we tried every gin they had.
1: Yeah. I think we had to take out a new credit card, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> not
0: cheap, not no. cheap, not cheap, but well, Totes well, worth it. Worth it. So, uh, links to that. I can't remember what the hotel's called, but I'll find the link. Find the link to it, and I will make sure that it goes on. Uh, it goes on the show notes. Um, just before we finish up, I think there was, if I remember, there was was this the place where there was that tiny little bar that we went searching for for ages eventually went in and there was barrels there we went back twice and there was an old guy behind the bar who was really grumpy
1: you're gonna have to be more specific there are a lot of bars (laughs) like that in Spain now um
0: again i'll try and find the link to it i remember it was um i remember saying to leanne i'll meet you down here i'll take you for a drink down here and it just looks like you're going down this back street about to go to this weirdest little place. And you walk in and he's got all the all the beers and all the wines um, like in these ca- cabinets behind him. And anything you want, he can basically open for you or he's got open. Um, it's just, I'm getting a bit giddy about the wine here.
1: Was this the place where we were, we were stood and then all the drummers start coming in? Yes. Yeah. That was it? Yeah. What happened there? So that, again, another great thing about Ferrier is, is you just, you're... You'll you'll just be stood even in a quiet bar where you know you're away from the main the main party and then all of a sudden you'll just hear this do 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 or trumpets mm-hmm. or and then it's an eight piece band or just come in and and everyone starts dancing and it's um but I'm sure that was again and I think there is actually a picture of me with one of the drummer. Drummer guys, and I was very excited about it.
0: Look, he, do, he doesn't look quite as excited no. to meet you, I don't think. No.
1: The other thing I guess we should mention about Salamanca for anybody who does travel with a dog, um, it has some great parks, in not it? Yes,
0: brilliant. They're a bit of a walk from the um, uh, from the apartment. I think it was maybe about a 25-minute walk yeah. to the park. Um, but they had a dedicated dog park.
1: Yeah, they did, which was massive, really big.
0: Strictly speaking, dogs shouldn't be off the lead in the general park, but um, but they were. Um, we didn't dare let our little ginger ginger menace off because he would have been disappeared or he would have run back to Lisbon or something.
1: Uh, he would have run back to Malaga, wouldn't he? Wasn't happy at all.
0: No, <laughs> uh, but no, it was great. And also another quick thing: if you are going to Spain and you have a larger dog or a dog breed which is something like a Rottweiler or a um, or some kind of bulldog or something like that,
1: I think actually you're going to talk about muzzles. Mm. I think actually legally it's any dog over twenty five kilograms. Yeah, it's not it's not widely adhered to. Widely adhered to, but I think that is actually the rule.
0: So just do check that. And again, we'll we'll try and put a link on the show notes to this. Uh, but you need them muzzled and on a lead. And in theory, you can't let them off a lead. Uh, sorry, the, the dangerous breed, you can't let off a lead. The any dog over twenty five kilograms has to be muzzled. Has to be muzzled in a public place. Um, like everything in Spain, they have all these rules and they're very rarely enforced.
1: It's I think it's just having having everything with you should should you see a policeman, isn't it? So having your muzzle, having yeah, having everything there. But what are the dangerous breeds? So we we used to have a Rotti, so that's how we know about the dangerous the dangerous breeze in Spain. So Rotties are on there.
0: Yeah, Rotties, um I think Rotties, I think all the same the same four that are in the UK, which is Doggo Argentina, um, the there's a Japanese someone. I can't remember. That. Yeah, Keitas are on there. There's a Japanese something else. Um, we'll get a list to it, list of it. Yeah. Um, the, funny enough, the the, the only one, with the German Shepherd isn't on there. I think that's the only one that is of a large breed that isn't on there.
1: Mm, like pit bulls are on there, aren't they? Yeah. Staffies.
0: So it's difficult. So if you are thinking of taking your dog, that kind of dog, to Spain, do your research first because there's all kinds of things you need to take mm-hmm. into account. As we lived there, we we had to have a dangerous dog license just to have it, just to own a Rottweiler yeah um, which is laughable considering <laughs> the Rottweilers we've had in the past but um but yeah i think it's uh, just be careful of that so is there anything else that they need to know about salamanca
1: um i think i think salamanca is probably just a really nice introduction to northern spain um it's a really pretty city it's not not big like your places like barcelona or san sebastian um it's a really pretty place university town which i think any university town always has a really cool younger vibe kind of good yeah good energy but then to be fair we have to we have to kind of say that we are basing this entirely on the fact that we were there during ferry week so it could be really sleepy and dull (laughs) any other time (laughs) of the year we don't know
0: yeah definitely so it's definitely one to go if you like if you fancy it um, and uh, also uh, try and go in September in Ferry if you can. Yeah,
1: definitely. Oh, it's got good shopping too. Yeah. Yeah, for anybody, it's got it's got like a Nicks makeup and and all the all the high street shops you want to see, which um, which yeah you don't always get. But That's yeah, cool. for the girls or yeah, boys. She- Get for the, the shoppers,
0: shoppers. <laughs> if you're a shopping widow or widower like i was when Liam was off looking at uh, makeup then there's lots of places you can sit down and you want to ask for something called a canya which is like a little half a beer they're usually about a euro and uh, you reckon you can get two or three three of those in while she's looking at makeup or he's looking at makeup <laughs> okay so that's it for episode two uh where are we in episode three
1: um Episode three. We're still in northern Spain. We got to Galicia to Santiago de
0: Compostela. Nice accent. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so all the show notes are at travelers.com forward slash zero two. That's travelers, which is travelers with an H, travelers.com forward slash O2. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Travelers Podcast. Thanks for listening and head on over to travellers.com for all the show notes and links mentioned in the show.